Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country, odyssey.com, as well as the Odyssey app. Like we hope this next guest on the Roman guest line can bring people together in terms of should they bet the Kansas City Come Chiefs together. this week. Alex Gold of 610 Sports Kansas City here to talk everything Kansas City Chiefs and of course NFL. He's a smart man. Alex, thank you for joining the show. You got it, man. I don't know why you're talking about licensed music, though. I heard I caught a little bit of you singing on Sunday. Have they heard this? Has the rest of your your, your show there heard your singing from Sunday? I don't think they've heard it just yet. Uh, Trista doesn't have a Twitter, so she's probably not familiar with the singing. And Ryan was probably just praying to uh, Aaron Rodgers all Sunday. So I will have to forward them the the, the MP3 the to see if they can uh, if they appreciate my song. But thank you for listening to my singing. It's, I practiced that. Yeah, you got it, man. No, I I caught a little bit of that. No, I look, I. I, I'm just sweating out some some college basketball. I'm a, I'm a KU alum, and I need uh, I need the Jayhawks here to, to get rolling against the Sooners. It hasn't been pretty. It's a good game. Uh, Oklahoma on a 15-2 run, so please don't uh, jump out a window while you're talking to us about this upcoming game. <laughs> yeah. uh, really quickly, uh, well, of course, the Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites this Sunday against the Buffalo Bills, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time for us, total 54-and-a-half. Um, number one, how good was it to see the Kansas City Chiefs firing on all cylinders like they were over the weekend? This is something that, you know, they've shown signs of it here and there throughout the year. Of course, that second half of the season, they started to to click more. But, I mean, Sunday was just. They literally ran out of fireworks. Oh, my, they ran out of fireworks. And it was, I knew it was over when Tyreek Hill grabbed the pom-poms from the cheerleader <laughs> and started dancing. If I was on the other side of that yeah, thing, I would be that. very upset. I would probably think about throwing hands. Then I would see the scoreboard and say, you know what? It's not worth it. Tyreek Hill deserves to do all that. Uh, just how good was it to see that that Chiefs team get some confidence, especially now in the postseason? Yeah, it was great to see Patrick Mahomes also on that, that celebration from Tyreek Hill. He was kind of like the, the friend that everybody needs to have when it's time to go to the bar. You always have to, like, to leave the bar at the end of the night. Like, <laughs> yeah. That was Patrick Mahomes like ushering Tyreek Hill toward the sideline. But you're right. I mean, it was, it was much needed. It was vintage. 2018 Mahomes, this is weird to say vintage with Mahomes because it's not like he's 30 years old or 35 years old or anything, but that was what we had seen in the 2018 season from Patrick Mahomes, right, where he was able to just take over a game. We kind of call it you know, like Mahomes going into God mode here in Kansas City, and, and that's exactly what we saw. And it was a confidence boost, especially since the night before we all saw what the Bills did. I mean, the Bills had the perfect game, mm-hmm. like literally a perfect game. And so I think it was a way for Chiefs fans to – to maybe calm down a little bit heading into now this game against Buffalo because knowing the Bills offense is is clicking right now that the Chiefs are not going to be able to to have any lulls and even I would argue even the lull they had in the first quarter so as good as, as Chiefs fans felt about you know scoring 21 points in nine and a half or ten minutes or so there still was a little bit all right that that first quarter can you can you survive a lull like that that you had against Pittsburgh against the Bills and I, I think the answer to that is no. Alex, Jarek McKinnon has been awesome. I don't know where this version of him has come from, but it's crazy because like you look at this matchup with Buffalo and the trending metrics, and now Buffalo is running the ball better than any team in the league. Devin Singletary had 85 yards again rushing. In Kansas City, like you said, we're getting this vintage uh, performance from Mahomes where they're throwing the ball down the field again. How do you see this matchup playing out, man? And just your thoughts on Jarek McKinnon because I think that's what you needed. You know, Edward Solaire uh, has been beat up and not really the back that they need in that offense, and McKinnon's been great. Yeah, Clyde's been very disappointing. I mean, that they envisioned, I think, what we just yeah. saw from Jarek McKinnon as what Clyde was going to be when they drafted him a couple years ago at LSU. He just he just never carried over the success he had as a receiving back from LSU to the Chiefs. And so Jarek McKinnon was someone even going back to training camp, guys, that the Chiefs really liked, and he by far was the most explosive back. 
But then, as you pointed out, Ryan, like he had injuries earlier on in the season. Then there was the development of Darrell Williams, who ended up as a thousand yard, you know, all purpose back this year. And so yeah. it really kept Jarek McKinnon out of the offense. But I think this is perfect timing for Kansas City heading into the game against the Bills. Now it's something else the Bills have to think about. I think, you know, Darrell Williams, if the toe is right, will still be a factor on Sunday. I think Clyde will likely still be able to play on Sunday. But Jarek McKinnon brings something different to the offense that they haven't had. It's, a, it's an element that I think they really were hoping to get from Clyde, the explosive nature, being able to take a little five-yard dump off 20 yards. Nope, nobody else really has been able to do that for Kansas City. So I think it's a huge development for the Chiefs heading into this game against the Bills offense that you pointed out, Devin Singletary from that week five matchup is way different as well. uh, Now heading into the divisional round. Alex, you mentioned this very briefly, but this is exactly how I'm feeling about it too, is if Kansas city starts off slow, like that first quarter, like they did against the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo bills do what they did against the Patriots on Saturday. Like you don't think that they can sustain that even though they were able to put up as many points as quick as they did. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think for Kansas City, they're they're able to get off to quick starts. I just right. don't know if they're able to, you know, consistently do what they did in the the second quarter, twenty one points, and flip the switch like that. I think you know, Kansas City for much of the season, guys, they have been other than the Cowboys, one of the best first half teams this season, and one of the best first drive teams this season in terms of points of the first fifteen scripted plays. So it was actually pretty surprising to see the slow start against the Pittsburgh Steelers and then flip the switch. I just think they have to be able from the get-go, not necessarily score as quickly yeah. as they did, but you're going to have to match what the Buffalo Bills are, are capable of. And I just think these, this team, guys, has changed so much since week five. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait for Sunday night. This is going to be the longest week ever. This is an AFC title game as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, but for, for, for Kansas City, you know, Chris Jones didn't play in the first matchup. You know, Traverius Ward didn't play in the first matchup. And so they missed multiple guys. Uh, from from the first go around, that I think changes a little bit of the dynamic of, of what the Bills offensively were able to do. So, Alex, what's your pick for the game? Like, spreads two and a half, total fifty four and a half. What what's your prediction? Like, give us your uh, Kansas City insight and expertise as to how this game is going to go uh, for both teams. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right. So for, for the Chiefs, I, I think if we look at 
what, as I was alluded to a little bit, what happened in week five, right? This was a team at the time truly didn't have an identity on offense. It was the big question of Andy Reid, great offensive mind. How have you not been able to figure out how teams have started to play with two high safeties? How have you not been able to get Patrick Mahomes to be accepting really of, of the dump offs? And, and that's all changed as you guys have known since, since week five. And that's on the offensive side of the ball. They've had some more emergence from a third option. One of the big questions coming into the season, you know, no Sammy Watkins, who can be that, third down pass catcher other than Travis Kelsey. Well, it's been a couple guys now. It's been McCole Hardman, Byron Pringle. There's a little more trust there than there was in week five. And then still the biggest turnaround for, for Kansas City, and the reason why when I look at this game is, is the defensive effort, right? Uh, you know, last week, yes, it's against Big Ben. It's against the Steelers. I'm not asking anybody to, to sit there and be all that impressed because Big Ben's a shell of himself, what he used to be. But Kansas City defensively with Chris Jones, who wasn't available on the inside. Melvin Ingram wasn't even on the roster the first matchup. I, I think Kansas City, not that you're going to shut down Josh Allen. Right? He's, he's a dynamic quarterback. I think they're going to have some problems keeping him from, from having a huge rushing day, as a, as a matter of fact. But I think Kansas City at home, massive game like this. I think the Chiefs I, will cover the two and a half points and win. I think once it gets, if it were to get up to three, three and a half, of course, that changes things. But at two and a half, that's, that makes a lot of sense for me to still take Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes has only lost to the same team twice in one season once, and that was the 2018 Patriots team that, of course, still had Tom Brady. Yeah, I was looking at like trends, you know, and Josh Allen's great on the road, and Mahomes, like, since last year, is actually under 500 at home, but then you remember that's against the spread, and that's because the Chiefs were, like, 13 and 14-point favorites. Like, the market didn't catch right. on until later this year. So uh, my team's still alive, your team's still alive, so obviously – you know, we don't overlook the opponent. I'm nervous as hell. I know you are as well. But you got the Bengals and the Titans. Who would you rather see? And uh, how do you see that one playing out? I think Chiefs fans would rather see the Titans, which might sound crazy really? because, as you guys know, the Titans just blew out the Chiefs earlier in the season. But I think that's why the answer is the Titans for, for Chiefs fans because the thought that so much has changed for Kansas City. Now, look, Derrick Henry might go and run for 200 yards on, on Saturday, and, and maybe Chiefs fans' answer is different if they're able to get past the Buffalo Bills. But the Chiefs, I just go back to how much different they were from that first meeting, whereas I can put a lot more stock in what the Bengals did against Kansas City, what now, three weeks ago, and Jamar Chase just torching that Chiefs defense. I take way more stock in that than an earlier season matchup. And, you know, Derrick Henry and the Tennessee Titans, it really hasn't been Henry against Kansas City in those matchups because we know they played in the AFC title game a couple years ago as well. The Chiefs actually have done decent against Henry. It's been Ryan Tannehill being able to carve up the defense more than anything. If we look at the early season matchup, Tannehill was essentially, you know, perfect against the Chiefs. I just think so much personnel-wise has changed defensively from that first matchup. So Chiefs fans, like I think most feel like if they get through the Buffalo Bills that they're headed to the Super Bowl. And I'm sure Buffalo Bills fans feel the same way. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, quick question just as a non-sequitur. How frustrating do you think it is that both Kansas and Missouri have dragged out the decision on legalizing sports gambling? And, like, when do you think that that'll be a reality in those two states? Because I feel like both of them would be huge markets for betting. Yeah, it's a huge frustration of mine and so many here in the Kansas City area because you start looking at the states that you're bordering with. I think Nebraska is on board here pretty soon by the end of the year and, and obviously Illinois and Iowa and Arkansas. Yeah, it, it's been a huge frustration here. And I will tell you this, Kansas was further along than Missouri was. They were able to get a bill passed in the Kansas House but there is a big holdup not to get way too deep into this. But believe it or not, with Greyhound racing and a lot of people upset about that, which to me is just 
just ridiculous to make sure Greyhound Racing is included to, to cover cover them because there's actually the Greyhound Hall of Fame, I believe, out in western Kansas. I've never been there before, but that's what I'm told. So that's holding things up. And then wow. Missouri, I don't know what I don't know what Missouri's deal is at this point in time, but Kansas is further along. Uh, than Missouri, and, and hopefully 2022 is the year. Because as you guys know how this works with state lines and everything, like once Kansas yeah. does it, I can drive 15 minutes to Missouri or vice versa, right? So w- once one state does it, I think the other will, will follow. And hopefully uh, when we're talking next football season, we're, we're pretty close for the Chiefs, or for, pretty close for Kansas City, I should say. Alex, before we get you out of here, what is your Super Bowl matchup prediction? And, of course, you have to give us a winner. I have a feeling the Chiefs are going to be somewhere in this uh, formula. <laughs> Yeah, so for the beginning of the season, I had Packers Chiefs, and it's been kind of a wish for a Thank lot you. of Chiefs fans, I think, going back to, yeah, there you go, Ryan. Uh, the history, of course, uh, way back, I think that's been a big reason for it. And we've been robbed of Rodgers Mahomes I mean, for have. various reasons, mm-hmm. guys. You We're know, finally I mean, going to get it. There's been COVID, and then Mahomes was hurt a year ago. Matt yeah. Moore was starting in a game. And so I'll stick with the preseason pick for sure. I, I think it's going to be Packers, Bucks on the NFC side, and then. Chiefs against the Tennessee Titans on the AFC side to get to the Super Bowl. And who's the winner? You can't just give us that and not say who you think is going to win the game. Gonna, we we want to pick score. his team. I'm going to pick mean, my you team. Know, I want to score. We, we keep uh, track of these things. So when you get it right, then we'll post it all over social media, and then we'll also post a crying uh, meme of uh, Ryan over here. Yeah, no, it'll be it'll be the Chiefs over the Packers, uh, 34 to 31. Mm, take the over. And what would Jackson Mahomes' tick, pregame TikTok oh, look like? Gosh. <laughs> wow, I would not be too. Got to go there. Uh, <laughs> under under, under one view from me, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, there thank- will be there will be multiple TikToks. That's for sure. Alex, thank you so much for joining uh, joining us here uh, at BetMGM tonight. Please enjoy your night, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. All right, good luck, guys. Thanks, man. Thanks, Alex. That's our guy, Alex Gold of 610 Sports Kansas City. On the Roman guest line, get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Now to get your $15 off your first month, that's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.